no one I, I said it to her on the podcast no one has felt that free to interrupt me mid-sentence <laughs> as Rochelle so uh so that was the last episode of, of 2021 and this today is the first episode of 2022 so of course who would join me back on the CrossFit Buff podcast the founder of the CrossFit Buff podcast Ollie Mansbridge I don't know if I'm the founder am I surely you're the founder <laughs> oh I just feel like I'm the the, the dog's body that does all the work <laughs> Ollie w- welcome back on um and the nice thing about you being on today is that you actually proposed a topic which yeah. which almost never happens <laughs> so despite me two seconds ago calling you the founder um so this is a, actually a really nice topic to start you know the, the first podcast of a new year and and i think people are really looking forward to kind of this year crossfit wise because of how disrupted last year's start was especially as the open is in you know end of february and you know last year we were doing the open in random parks and outside people's homes and we're really all hoping that we're actually going to get to give it kind of a good shot in the gym having been training over the last you know six months or whatever sort of uninterrupted so we're all eager to to you know make this a, a good crossfitting year yeah he says and then before this gets released who knows what will have, we'll be fine. what will have happened we'll be fine but um the thing that has helped us through the last year and, and we're no doubt will help us this year is the coaching that we get at the box and you know, I'm on record of always sort of saying, you know, when people ask kind of how do you justify the cost of CrossFit compared to any other gym? And I'm always like, don't think of it as how much does a gym cost. Think of it about how much a PT costs. And this is like a more, you know, affordable option for most people, actually. And you're getting great coaching during the, the workouts. And when we were at uh, the football ground, one of the things we said is, yeah, maybe we don't have the best facility in the world, but we've got great coaches. And that's why we still go there, despite it maybe not being the, the best location. So we love the coaches. So you thought it would be a good idea to embarrass the coaches by singling out each one of them and kind of <laughs> highlighting something we like about them and, and why we feel they're such a good uh, part of the CrossFit Buff team. Um, so what I've done is made a list of the coaches. That was the hard part. Yeah. Make sure I don't forget anyone. And then what you're going to do is tell me about these coaches and how great they are. All right. I definitely feel like for a change, I have the easy, the easy job. <laughs> yeah. And just to add a bit more context to that, I think I, I was definitely at home scr- scratching my head thinking I, I would like to just thank the guys more than anything. Um, and then it just occurred to me, maybe we could do it on a podcast. It'd be a nice for, forum to do it and a nice format to do it. So yeah, that's kind of my line of thinking anyway. And not just the coaches, just the, the whole team in general. Yeah. The CrossFit Buff team. Um, and because that team has grown quite a lot over the last couple of months uh, we're not gonna have any warm-up because yeah. we've got no time we need <laughs> to get straight into to ticking yeah. off names off the list at this point so we're gonna we're gonna start with kind of the the core team the main coaches yeah uh, and then we'll bring in some of the coaches that we see now and again but maybe a bit less of and then yeah. the kind of dare I say support staff and we'll end up just having a little talk about the owners and uh, all the hard work you guys are doing yeah so we should probably start with alec 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 harwood yeah he was our original coach our original he was our very first the og yeah um so alec we just want just i just want you to go in and tell me what you know what what do you feel that alec brings to the team then there we go and and i guess we should also say we're, we're like we're not going to say everything about these people and, and you know every story we've ever heard of <laughs> how they've helped someone, but just you know it's, it is just as you said, kind of a way to show a little bit of appreciation for all the hard work they've done yeah. over the last you know years for some of them, like yeah. Alec. I, I think for Alec, Alec would be what I would describe as a rock star. He um, he looks good. <laughs> all, right. all the coaches look good um which no, he, is a great advert for crossfit yeah like, why should i do it not, so you want to look like this yeah <laughs> but you know i think you know for him obviously he's been doing this probably almost 10 years if, if not 10 years so he's got a huge amount of experience um and and i i wouldn't be afraid to say that it kind of with him and some of the other coaches as well it was a case of like sink or swim it was like he was interested in coaching, was proactive, did his level one. We were like, 
off you go. Like, you know, copy what we do. We don't necessarily do it right. Um, but where you go. Uh, and so we kind of learned on the fly, particularly when we were very raw and kind of na- figuring out what, what, what this world of CrossFit is and, and how, um, how to do it correctly as well. So yeah, he, 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 that built a lot of resilience in him as well, I think. So, um, and he's been through everything with us. So, and the fact that he's still here just shows what a, a loyal guy and supportive guy is. Um, I think he is, you know, he is obviously v- very talented and a lot of his focus was on competing um a few years ago but he's definitely transitioned and taken the knowledge that he's learned and you do when you when you compete at the level that alec did you learn a lot you you definitely learn a lot it's not all about just switching your brain off and going um you do need to understand the principles and what you're trying to achieve and, and he was he was felt really strongly about it as well as understanding you know the reasons and the whys behind what he was doing and so you learn through that experience and so yeah hugely knowledgeable and he is a great role model for i think some of the younger um athletes who have got aspirations of competing definitely um but he's not just about competing you know he he's definitely grown into a brilliant coach he's very holistic in his outlook on things so exercise is obviously just the 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 hour that you spend with us but there's so much more that goes into to your life and and your health mindset nutrition all that type of stuff and he's you know relentless at educating himself and understanding those principles i think with al as well he just has a he has a great skill of thinking outside of the box Mm. and coming up with different ways of describing ideas and i think he used a term like i'm going to butcher this now but like um complex things made simple or something like that and he does do a brilliant job of that um and like I said, yeah. there's a very unique twist on things. I think some yeah, of us like when coach he explains something that. like cues to you, and yeah. like kind of you just can't get it. And that's actually, I mean, we're going to go through all the different coaches. I think that's the great thing about having a variety of coaches. Yeah. Is, is some you know someone will tell you something, and you just need somebody to tell you the same thing in a different way, and suddenly it clicks. Yeah. And that's what I found with Alec. He's very good at giving you the same, basically the same piece of advice, but seven different ways. Mm. And one of those ways tends to kind of yeah. Oh, I get that now. Yeah, I think he's very creative naturally, and I think he 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 uses that to his advantage when it comes to coaching. So, um, yeah, that's what I'd say about Al. Like, brilliant bloke, cares deeply. Um, Uh, The thing I hear about Al a lot from people is how nice he is. Like, it's one of those weird things where people just say, "He's so nice." But he's not very very nice to you. He's horrible to me. But yeah, I'm like, are you sure he's nice? Really? No, I just think because, as you said, like with all the experience he has, and you know. Mm. He could be that guy that walks around with, you know, that big ego and kind of feeling like he's, oh, I've been there, done that. You know, I've competed at this oh, level yeah. or something. But actually, he's the nicest, kindest guy. And we'll Z- zero arrogance. time for everyone. Yeah, zero arrogance. Even when he was like, you know, one year he came ninth at regionals, which was a massive deal at the time. Like, you know, it was just zero arrogance. Just took it all in his stride. And yeah, um, great addition to the team. Very lucky to still have him. Obviously, He's not as full time as some of the others, but the f- the fact that he can contribute two days a week um, is huge, and he's been great um, for people like Craig and Emma and Fan and stuff. And they, he, he's almost kind of um, helped them as well. And he, he doesn't have to do that; it's not his obligation to to help the other coaches, but he does, you know, take it on himself to to help guide them and, and share his experiences. I think also the the other thing with Al is he's he. Uh, he's not a yes man. Like so, he if he doesn't agree with something or he has a different perspective on something, he'd be very he'd be the first one to tell you. And it's really refreshing to have that. I think if you can if you surround yourself with too many yes people, I think then you kind of it's a dangerous path to go down because no one if nobody's challenging you on stuff, then um, yeah, you you could end up in a, making the wrong decisions basically. Yeah. So I mean, that's the story of the Star Wars prequels, isn't it? <laughs> Everyone just said yes to George Lucas. So I'm I'm with you on that. <laughs> Okay, well, we're going to have to move on. You had to get otherwise. that in, Jace, didn't you? That Star Wars reference. You yeah, yeah, I've got to, got to make sure I keep my loyal fans did they, did expecting they, what they want. Yeah, is, that, is, that like is that a game? Is that you've got to kind of drop it in? <laughs> I've got to find drop how it in you drop it in in conversation. <laughs> yeah, um, some kind of Star Wars or Marvel reference yeah. will make its way in. Um, okay, Alec, wow. Well, we had a lot to say about Alec. Yeah, but, you know, he's a great guy. And, um, you know, we, like I said, I generally feel we were very lucky. He's He's not just, you know a great coach at CrossFit Bath, but also just Bath and UK 
generally like you know he's got a bag of experience much more so than a lot of owners who maybe have been open one two three four years so uh, very lucky to have him and a great addition to the to the team so do we how do we do this do we just alphabetically then just so nobody gets upset let's go craig <laughs> then uh so a newer addition but you know very experienced mm-hmm. coming in and with he's got his l3 and he's yep. you know he's been involved at a lot of um competitions on the you know judging side and kind of he's 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 built experience i guess in a different way maybe then to like al who's competed at kind of highest level and craig has competed but he's also been more on the kind of i don't know organizational side and behind the scenes side at some of these uh yeah he's certainly he's certainly got a lot of um He's got a large skill set and a lot of aptitude, Craig. Um, and that was definitely one of the uh, appeals to having him as part of the team. I think the fact that he is level three is a indication that he's taken the time to really dig into his coaching. Um, and it's a good it's a good reference in terms of if you've done your level three, you've you've really taken the time to to understand the concepts and particularly CrossFit. And you know, I think. You probably heard me say this before, Jace, but I think it's really important that we stay very uh, CrossFit um, at our core, um, especially when there's some brilliant training facilities in and around Bath um, that can do will do similar things, and and uh, you know you can do similar workouts, etc. But we're out and out CrossFit, um, and and Craig is a an out and out CrossFit guy, um, so so I think that's a, a huge. Um, plus point with him he he, he's he's almost like the opposite end of um al so al's a rock star craig's superstar and the distinction between the two i wonder where this was going to go for a second (laughs) superstar is is probably a little bit quieter um uh not that al's loud and brash or anything but you know craig is 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 great in those one-to-one moments with people um, really is takes the time to watch people understand and observe where they're at and give them some very passable feedback, which is uh, hugely important in what we do. We call them coaches' touches or personal touches. So it's brilliant in that that sense. I think you know he said to me like when he first came, just the shock of being in a big space and going from like smaller, more intimate classes to to here to Bath is uh, was a challenge for him. Um, but I think he's 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 nailed it since then. He's definitely got louder and projects himself better, and he's definitely got more of a, a presence. And I think that just comes with uh, confidence as well. Imagine you're the new kid on the block, and it's like the same as a new member, right? It's it's daunting, and uh, uh, and also we got a, we got a solid team as well. So um, and, and he cares deeply, so to do a good job, so. Uh, that obviously makes it difficult, and you've got to learn everybody's names. It's different, like Al, if you think about it, is learn everybody's names as they come as they, as come they in. join. Yeah, Craig's got all of a sudden learn four hundred people's names off the bat, so uh, that's been hugely challenging. But I don't know. I think you agree that it just feels like he's always been here. You know, he's yeah. settled in really, really well, and and you know, like I said, he is different from Al, and I think when we go through everybody in the team. It is important to have balance in your team as well, I think, um, and and have different characters that bring different things. To your point, you know, different coaches will resonate with different people, but also have a different perspective on things. And Craig definitely has that in 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 abundance, and uh, which is great. It's just another, um, it's like a uh, he's another tool in the tool set. You know, he's got lots of um, ideas up his sleeve and different ways of thinking which i think is hugely valuable so yeah and i, and I think again as we go through the, the list and you're sort of saying like a different tool and that's it right you've you know a, a great workman has a, a, a toolbox full of you know some tools that are maybe some oh, this is a really good tool for every situation this is very specific for one situation but when i'm in that situation nothing else will replace it but the great thing obviously is the coaches i was gonna say steal ideas from each other really don't they they learn yeah. from each other so yeah yeah, maybe this and, and other gyms a... and other gyms and other experiences, yeah. and that's another va- thing that um, Craig brings is he's he's 
been to a lot of gyms and a lot of really good gyms. He spent time at CrossFit Glasgow, which is an incredible gym. He's been at South Brooklyn, which is another incredible gym. They're both gyms that I would look up to. So um, the fact that he's been there and spent time there, you know, he would have picked up a load of really good stuff there and, and, and added it to his toolbox, like you yeah. said. So. so it's kind of like all the different coaches are, are making each other better yeah. so that's the, the great thing right so uh we've gone a we've gone c let's go e i feel like i'm doing a complete disservice just uh, we, we, we've, we've got, got to get through everyone, for all everyone otherwise <laughs> anyway they'll all come on individually over the next year and we'll get you know we'll have yeah. a chance to talk to them one-on-one yeah. uh, let's go emma dean emma yeah um again in hugely popular i think when you did your shout out on facebook yeah. recently she got a lot of you she know, got new lot coaches of... craig you know the new coaches in general so craig this covers craig and and emma in particular you know they got a lot of love from there and she's brilliant and i think what, what em's done brilliantly is she's really immersed herself in the community she's not just a coach that comes turns up does the shifts and goes she is you know she's going for coffee with people she's like going baking, for baking them bread and, yeah <laughs> you know and i think that's so important yeah. um it just you know, to have her, and, and you know, she is head of events, so yeah. it kind of goes hand in hand, but she loves it as well. None of it's forced, none of it's contrived. Like, she generally just loves being part of the community and spending time with people, which, uh, you know, it's never been asked of her. She's just done that off her own back. So I'm incredibly grateful for, for that from, from, her, from her. Go on, I see you about to say something. No, I was going to say, I think she's very organized with these things. Like, you see how meticulous she is in her planning with these things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, like, she puts on the, the teens and masters comp, so she's kind of used to having to prepare things. But it's, like, already, you know, we, we're you know, we recording this very end of December. Yeah. But we've already had posts going up maybe a week or two ago yeah. asking when people are going to be, you know, when is going to be the best time to do the open workouts. Yeah. So are at the end of February yeah. starting. So she's, you know, months in advance thinking about these things, plan, like, how are we going to do this kind of thing? So it's... It's it's not just that she's like well I but you know yeah okay I'll make sure something happens and like last yeah. minute kind of stick it yeah something out there yeah. but she's planning like you can see how kind of serious she takes all of these things yeah. and how much she wants everyone to be involved and trying to rally the troops to yeah. kind of get involved and she's been huge you know in, in with that in mind and and like the thought and effort that goes into these things like the summer party like um, the Christmas party uh even just supporting the sid team and organizing that you know it's a lot of that is is her um and you 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 need people you need people like that um people that are organized and um but but also she's passionate about it you know she'll she'll tell you she it'll kill her but she absolutely loves doing it and uh you know we're very fortunate for her to do that aside from that just she's a brilliant coach incredible coach um and she is again brilliant at building rapport with absolutely everything. She she had a class full of blokes at seven this morning, and she had just as good a rapport with them as if she had a group of ladies. Like she, I mean, she's she cuts through all of that. So, um, yeah, and and I think with them again, she's just got a huge amount of experience. She's she's learned a craft with kids, and let's be honest, adults are big kids at the end of the day. So um, she's learned a craft with kids, and then also being at shapesmith again is an incredible gym lots of talented coaches there so she's had a lot of experience and i think with her and craig we we had always recruited from within and that was definitely the right thing to do in the early days particularly as you try and figure out what your culture is and what that looks like but then to be able to bring in these coaches with that sort of pedigree and add already to what our you know our homegrown coaches again it just comes back to balance and also just I think they just bring different ideas and different ways of doing stuff, which is really refreshing and helps us upskill. Because if we're always just stuck in our little bubble, it's um, you're always going to, you know, stuck in just doing things the same way and it's a bit of like a hamster wheel, isn't it, basically? So, um, so yeah, Emma, incredible and uh, very lucky to have her as well. So very, I had to, I had to, I didn't quite beg her, but I, you know, <laughs> When um when we were looking for a coach, there wasn't anyone else I was considering really at the right. time, and um I really really wanted her. So, yeah. um and and you know I, I did have high expectations for her, but she's exceeded those expectations. Expectations. So wow, well, well, high praise indeed. Yeah, no. I, what's funny is as we're going through these, like I can think of 
very specific like you're only saying like oh this one's very good at you know what they do kind of thing. Yeah. for every coach we've gone through i can think of like a specific movement or or workout or something where they've just given me that like yeah. do this and it's made a dramatic change i think when i think of emma like that i think of my rowing yeah and how like the advice she gave me on my rowing yeah. just changed yeah something that was always a a fight like i would do it a lot in the workout because i hate this hot bike but i was like you know as a shorter guy never gonna smash the times that i need on yeah. the rower but just a few real key pieces of advice helped a lot yes yeah, a big pet peeve of hers poor rowing technique yeah. she's she's so much so that she's gonna run a seminar i think oh, to, to, to address it yeah so all right I'll, I'll we there. used to do like rolling and stuff like that where we'd share rowers and we'd oh, work a little bit on technique weren't yeah. we and since we've gone to the bays and everyone have their individual kit it's been a bit challenging you can't have rolling and somebody do that on a bike on a assault bike right so no, that's um, true. so yeah but no she's uh emma brilliant and her mum's incredible as well like her mum's a great oh, mandy d yeah she's 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 an awesome lady as well so yeah give her a shout out to mandy as well oh, i don't mandy i don't know how you've done that you're snuck <laughs> in here unbelievable um so what are we, we've got EF, Fen. Fen, Vanilla. Yeah, Fen's another one that was thrown in the deep end. I think she she spent a lot of time shadowing on the intro, which is great. And, um, you know, she definitely spent a lot of time kind of refining things. And that was when we did bigger intros. Um, and it was a bit more, you know, it was demo initially help demo then it was like go out in small breakout groups and yeah. look for things and then it was maybe you teach in a small group and then it's like leading the whole group so she definitely went through that process which was great for her um i think with fen as well just she she seems a lot older than she is she's still she's still pretty young mm. in, in the grand scheme of things and i think the way she's matured over the last couple of years has really benefited her as a coach um again she she it was kind of left or she did the intro which is great but then in terms of coaching classes she went from being a member one day to then being a coach which i think is really really tough um it particularly with actually the people that you're closest with and the people that you're more familiar with because they want to treat you like a mate and and as a coach you've got to kind of almost draw a line in that and you would it could be uh you know it could be easy to just spend the whole time with your group of buddies that you used to train with all the time but you've got a whole class that you need to give your attention to and need to set that aside and fen's done that brilliantly over the last couple of years and and she i think if there was like an award for most improved she'd definitely get that in terms of her growth curve and the way she's got better and the maturity and just the technical ability and even just her confidence in general i think and um yeah, she's a, and I think like you know Emma's probably been a good influence on having another female coach, just further lean on a little bit. Um, obviously Evie as well, which we'll come on to, but yeah, she's um, she's she's brilliant, Fen, and I feel like she's not not quite my little sister, but close yeah. to it, like you know. Well, well, I think I was gonna say with Fen, whereas you've had like Emma and Craig. So obviously Alec, yeah, started here, but that was you know quite some time ago, and yeah. it was a much smaller thing at the time and yeah. so as membership grew and people's expectations grew he was kind of growing right alongside them yeah whereas fen it was already a lot more established when she kind of started and as you said you went from member to coach yeah. so you've had like emma and craig like appear and they're these well-refined coaches that yeah. are, you know are incredible whereas with fen what we've seen is well, this is how someone gets to that level. Yeah. Uh, so this is, you know, and it would be the same if you had somebody who started doing CrossFit here and now they're an amazing athlete yeah. versus an amazing athlete moving in. Yeah. And you're like, well, how do you get to be that good? Oh, yeah. this is how you do that. Yeah. And I think that's good. And I think when we spoke about Emma and Craig some time ago moving in and about like adding coaches to the to this, you know, I think you were one of the people to say, well, as great it, as great as it is to bring coaches in, like we also need within the and this was the larger crossfit community to create these coaches as well Develop we can't coaches, just yeah. you know always, we can't just have coaches moving boxes all the time like you've yeah. got to start bringing up the next generation of coaches yeah. so getting to see that and i think also what she's done on like competitively as well yeah because again fen seemed like a you know quote unquote normal person and mm. now she's absolutely smashing these workouts and mm. i think that's been very inspiring for a lot of the members that are like oh actually maybe i can do more than 
yeah. I expected. So she's kind of walking again, like two, two lines there of, of inspiring people to be like, oh, actually you can progress well as a coach. Oh, you can progress well as an athlete. Yeah. And people are seeing that kind of in real time. Yeah. Two things that really impressed me with Fenn as well is she just a willingness to learn and, and invest in, you know, getting better herself. She's, she's got, she's gone on courses. She's really dug into stuff. She's really put herself out there, um, which is, 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 you know, really, really inspiring. I think that she tells you a lot about a person. If they're willing to like spend the time and invest in themselves and try and get better, you know, that really is paying dividends now for her. And also I think she's just really good at being vulnerable as well. And, and, being transparent with you know the things that she does grapple with and the things that she struggles with and i think that's really refreshing from a especially like from a i guess social media kind of world and stuff she's not afraid to put herself out there and um which is great and again is a great role model for people you know she's uh, she has her own demons and battles and stuff and she's not afraid to share that so people can learn from those experiences and know that they're not alone in those battles so yeah really inspiring and again you forget how young she is and she's um she's becoming a brilliant young lady so nice so we're gonna we're, we're still following the alphabet but we're just going to jump across and i know we mentioned evie and that's an e and we should have got there but we've we've kind of put that in a second little category so don't <laughs> worry i know how to do the alphabet right yeah. um we're just going to jump over to the bridge yep we've got two coaches there that have coached in bath as well so a lot of the bath members know them but obviously the bridge they are like the main the main guys there. Yeah. So we've got Natty, obviously. Yeah. What do you want to say about well, our think, good friend Nathaniel? You know, so a lot of people will know Nat and a lot of people won't know Nat. Um, I think with Nat, again, he came back from Canada and we were looking for a new coach and um, he just seemed like the obvious choice again just from his experience. Um, and I think, again, with Nat, he, he's... His the amount of time that he's invested in himself and the way he's grown in his knowledge first and foremost is, is huge. Um, and you know, I think for him and he, he'll admit this, like he was very much like me. Like I, I'm not very good. Like first impressions, like as soon as you meet me, I seem quite quiet, you know, I'm, I'm quite introverted, you know, which seems odd to be in a profession in coaching profession when you're like that. But, um, yeah, he's very similar to that, and I think that he's um, he's gone through the same journey as me, where he's really come out of his shell a lot. Um, and and with Natty, we joke about, it, but you he, he, he just got you just got to get to know him. Like, mm. and it's the same, it's, like I said, same as me. He's just um, yeah, he's very witty and and cl- smart, and you know, he, he's he's another one of those classic ones who will just you know tell you how it is and yeah. won't sugarcoat things, which I think people need. Um, again, he's not a yes man. Um, but also, I think he's really progressed as a, as in terms of his coaching ability and also his knowledge. He's like constantly like learning new ideas and mm. studying and, and understanding new concepts. And you see that reflecting the number of clients he's got like individually now, yeah. where whether it's nutrition or programming or, or PT, you know, he's uh, he's got a big following now, and a lot yeah. of people that he he's taking care of. And I think that that speaks volumes in terms of his knowledge and and the way he's progressed as a coach. So. Yeah. Shout out to Strike Fitness. There we go. Yeah, Strike Fitness for sure. Uh, well, I was going to say, I think what, you know when you were saying well, with like Alec, when it's the sort of cues that he's very good at taking a complicated thing and making it simple. Yeah, that's what I think about with, with Natty, but with regards more to like nutrition or meal planning yeah. or how to prepare a plate, things like that. Like yeah. he he just breaks things down into a very kind of why are you overcomplicating everything? Here's yeah. a much simpler way. And I think he did a great job during the different lockdowns as well in like. He was kind of one of the ones as well driving the sort of run club and yeah. coming up with ideas of how to kind of look, you you know, you can't get to the gym. You can't do this. You can't do that. Here are some stuff you can do at home. Here are some things you can do that. And, you know, if you're not following his his Instagram is, you know, go follow it because it is really good for those sort of little tidbits that just come here and you're like, oh, that's just a really nice, simple little piece of advice I can start applying. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think he's again more holistic, outside of the box, like out, literally outside of the gym <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah, and you know that stuff doesn't come, it doesn't happen by accident. It's because he's spent a lot of time studying and investing in in his knowledge and stuff, and um, he's producing that on his channels and, and his personal stuff. So, which is great. I think um, with Nat as well, he's not 
he he's always going above and beyond, particularly at the the in Trowbridge. Like you know, he and he's invested in the gym. He's not, you know, he could be. You wouldn't blame him for just focus on his own personal stuff and striking that. But he generally, you know, feels a part of the gym and wants the gym to be successful. And yeah. you know, he's always bouncing ideas off Sam and Shacks and and thinking about ways that they can improve over there. Which is which is again, this is exactly what you want from a team member. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, I was going to say he's also shown that you know you can still do CrossFit if you're tall because people <laughs> yeah. people call it a short man sport. Well, I mean, again, like uh, he he is he is again like he's been doing CrossFit for again. He's probably started around the same time as our. I think they actually did yeah. the same intro potentially when they started or similar time. And um, he's getting better. He yeah. is getting better. And uh, again, he was huge for um, for Sid as well, and and a lot of le- you know took yeah. his leadership shone through on that. So. Uh, huge amount of gratitude towards him for that, uh, but yeah, he's getting better. He's getting stronger, and he, he, you know, he's he's a classic example of like you stick to the process and you're consistent. There's no reason why you can't be progressing into your thirties and onwards. So. Yeah, and going from about like how good you can be at CrossFit when you're tall, we'll go to the other extreme. We'll <laughs> <laughs> start talking about Sam. Um, I mean, who am I to say anything about someone's height? Uh, so we've got Sam Pullen. Yeah, so Sammy's, um, again, was one of our very first coaches. Um, you know, with Sam, when he started, he'd done a bit of PT in the past, but um, kind of got disenchanted with the industry because, it, you know, the commercial model for PTs and stuff is really poor, to be honest, and doesn't really set you up for success. So he kind of got a bit, bit disenchanted with it. And But he was coming down the gym. I started doing some, like, rugby sessions that I was running, and then, um, you know, clearly he had a talent for it and started doing the classes and enjoyed it etc and it was he had a head injury when he was um playing rugby which prevented him from um carrying on playing it was a head injury he had a dodgy injury basically so um you have to get him on the podcast and tell you that story but yeah so and i think rugby helped fill that void um and then very quickly he showed an interest in coaching just because he's passionate about it like most of the guys do uh, but with Sam, he, he's another one which is super likable and super passionate, and he's like a ball of energy. And you know, you, with Sam, it was like you might not know anything about teaching a squat or or how to snatch or something, but you're such a good bloke, and you can tell you really care, and you you've got great attribute to be a coach. And I've said this to you before, Jason. You can't can't teach someone to be a nice person. You can t- teach them to be a better coach. You can't teach them to be a nice person. That's the raw materials that all our coaches have. Had. And Sammy's got that in abundance, right? And uh, well, again, always learning to, uh, always wanting to learn, always wanting to progress. He's always looking on the horizon. Sometimes it is detrimental. He wants to run before he can walk, but you can't, um, you can't discourage that and, uh, and that enthusiasm. So, um, so that, yes, again, great addition to the team. I think with Sam and Nat, you know, it's a shame that we don't have him in Bath, but a huge, like, incredibly lucky to have him over in Trowbridge. And uh, I think when you when you have a smaller team like they have in Trowbridge, it's absolutely essential that those three guys and Joe supporting are, you know, stellar coaches yeah. and really good. And uh, and they absolutely are. So, um, and they're quite good, Sam and that they bounce off each other. And that's like, you know, the the. They're like a little double act, aren't they? You know, and they they definitely bounce off each other, their personalities and stuff, which again comes back to balance and is a, is a great way of complementing each other when you're when you're coaching. So, well, I feel like as well with Sam, you can't brush past Sam without getting some advice. Yeah. So I I, I was thinking at both when he was competing at the the Masters um, Championships yeah. and at Sid. Yeah. Um, you know, he obviously he's he's in the zone. He's thinking about what he's doing. He's, yeah. he's competing and obviously I've got like this little shoulder issue and I'm sort of there all day kind of trying to film things and move things around in my arm. I'm stuck like rolling out my arm and he's yeah. sort of saying, Oh, do this. Like yeah. put your arm like this, yeah. do these circles and that. Yeah. And it's, do you know what I mean? Like you just sort of interact with him for a few seconds and he's so quick to just, here's a little bit of advice that'll, that'll help. And, uh, and I think that, you know, that's where you say like that is that just being a nice guy yeah. and being a good coach and just having that, that feeling of, oh, I just want to help people. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that comes through with, with Sam. So, yeah. and I mean, I think he, you know, I think he impressed a lot of people as well when he was at these comps because he is just, he's good. It's annoying that he can do anything better on his hands than I can even do on my yeah, feet. Yeah. I think with Sam as well, he just doesn't know how good he is as well. You know, I think that's Well, let's not thing. tell him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, he's uh, super talented. And again, like, um, 
I think with him and Al in particular, just uh, they are so talented, it could be easy for them to kind of not resonate with maybe some of us mere mortals that don't find things as easy, but they're very understanding of that. And uh, I think that's hugely important. You can, you like I said, you could, you could, you wouldn't blame them for not understanding why someone couldn't squat below parallel yeah. or put a barbell over their head and stuff. But um, they, they definitely aren't like that, which is a, which is a huge attribute, I think. Okay. So, you know, and I feel bad saying that's maybe the core tip, but hopefully with this makes sense, what we're saying, obviously we've got coaches that are here all the time and then we've got other coaches that kind of come in and, and help out a bit more but they're very busy with other things in life. I would say maybe that's a nice way of putting it. So two names that we have previously mentioned, but we haven't yet had a chance to speak about are Evie and Joanna. Yeah. Um, so let's maybe start with Evie. And what do you want, what do you want to say about Evie? Yeah, Evie's, you know, the, the sad thing about Evie is we can't get more of her. She's obviously got a full-time job as a physiotherapist. And um, because of that, you know, she, she can only coach a limited amount of time, but, um, she is she is a ball of energy, and if you're coming in at seven o'clock or eight o'clock on a Thursday evening and you're not quite feeling it, you're definitely going to be on it after five, you know, ten minutes. So, um, you know, which is great. You need that. You need that. We call it presence and attitude, and she's got that in abundance. Absolutely, you can never doubt her ability to do that. I think with Evie as well. Again, because she she only coaches kind of small amounts, you 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 wouldn't blame her for maybe not contributing that much, you know, but she always wants to know what's going on in meetings. She's super engaged. She wants to contribute, um, which is amazing. That's exactly what you want, you know? And uh, like I said, it's just a shame that we can't, can't have more of her basically. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she's very bubbly. She kind of really, as you said, like, especially I come in a lot at eight o'clock in the evening and if, and if Evie's coaching then, you know, even though you're tired, it's been a long day. She's just like a ball of energy. We were there the other night. It was, freezing cold pitch black we were gonna have to go out and you know run in the in the dark so all of that and she's there with a, a hot milk <laughs> kind of just just sort of cheering everyone on and, and yeah it's really nice i enjoy having evie coach as much as i love evie coaching the one thing i don't like is if evie's leading the cool down yeah because my body does not bend like that no i don't think any body bends like absolutely that. <laughs> demoralizing right yeah yeah. Well, at least she. Can, yeah. Problem is, like, whenever I demo any stretches, I'm like, Oh, mine bends better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is what I want you to do. I'm not doing it right now. This is a really bad yeah. demonstration of what I want you. Imagine to Imagine if this hand could reach the floor. That's <laughs> what I want you to do. Yeah. Um, brilliant. Okay. Uh, Joanna. Joanna Knight. Joe. Yeah. So, um, again, what lady? She she um, she started off doing the kids classes. And very quickly that spiraled out of control. And now she does like three or four classes in Trowbridge a week. She does uh, two days a week in Bath now and would probably be able to do it every day had we had the, the space and the timetable. Um, and again, she, the, what's amazing with Joe is the, the time and effort she puts into her lesson plans. And, and because of each age group as well, and I see it on a Sunday because my kids go over to Trowbridge and, and do the CrossFit kids over there, is she'll start off with little ones, three to five. And obviously, you and I have got young kids. We know how challenging that is. Um, but she'll plan a whole session for them. And it's like incredibly fun. And, you know, she's always got a smile on her face and super enthusiastic. Then like each session there'll be like three more sessions throughout the morning and each of them are slightly different yep. as well. It'd be quite easy for her to say, right, this is the workout of the day and uh, kind of freestyle it. But she, she's meticulous in that planning and she'll build like obstacle courses and all sorts. And, you know, the kids absolutely love it. So I've been, you know, I've experienced her brilliance firsthand with my kids and they, they absolutely love it. Um, and what a great, uh, you know, role model and, and way to start your kids out you know, in terms of exercise and, yeah. and seeing it as a fun thing to do rather than it being a chore. Yeah. So it's, and it's, it's, well, I was gonna say, it's funny as well, though, because like, I think unless you've seen the CrossFit kids, you can't quite get it. Like it, they, they, I think you have two extremes where you think either it's just sort of messing about or it's just what we do, but lighter. Mm. And it's not, it's something in between where it's like, yeah, she'll make like an obstacle course. So instead of doing like, jumps like we'll do it you know you're jumping from plate to plate doing this obstacle course climbing over something but then at the same time like harvey will come back and i'll be like well, what did you do today he's like oh we did a, a dumbbell snatch and you're like 
oh wow well, yeah, no, yeah i don't think i could do a double snatch when i was eight yeah. so that's incredible so it's sort of like this beautiful marrying of fun running around like kids like to do with yeah. oh and also here's some great technique for something so and yeah. then when they get to the teens then it is just like oh here's what the 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 adults are doing but you're yeah. just doing it faster yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and wow. easier and, and i and i love joe and she's always smiling and like yeah the kids seem to love her and i love everything that she's doing except the fact that she's refusing to come on this podcast which is a <laughs> real um and she put on the great show at sid as well which was fantastic yeah that was uh, do you know i think i don't know whether i said to you but that was actually one of my highlights that was yeah. you know i was really taken aback how cool that was and just to see the parents there and, and um you know the, the value it gives the parents because she's developing these kids right and uh it's i think she's another one that just does not realize how good she is and she's completely understated and you know she needs to she give herself a pat on the back sometimes she's probably a bit hard on herself so yeah she's amazing. no i've i've always i mean it started with what like um john o'crossfit's little girl coming out and doing that kind yeah. of like this tiny little one doing a demo that was yeah. great then you know, it was all. It was really nice to watch. And the kids were all having fun, and they're doing all the movement. They'd gone over to the rig, and then they start cartwheeling back to the other back side. And it was just like what? It was just yeah. like an explosion. Suddenly, you're like, "What's going on here?" Yeah. That was good fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, and I think Joe's actually been doing a little bit more coaching adults as well. Which again, it's, you know, she's like, yeah. "I'm not good enough. Like, I'm not ready." And she absolutely is. Like, if, yeah. again, if she's you like, can "Why coach don't they listen?" Kids, no, she's, yeah. she's probably going, "Why don't they listen the same way the kids?" Listen? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, so, but, you know, I would love to be great. I think she, she is going to be doing more. And, um, again, it's just nice to have a female, like, you know, the boys need that, um, balance. balance. Yeah, exactly. I think is is the right word. And, uh, she definitely brings that. And again, super inspiring. She looks the part. She takes care of herself. She walks the walk. Um, which I think are all things that, that are important. So, Nice. Okay. So, you know, and, and one day she'll come on the podcast, right? We'll wear her down eventually. The number of people that have come on and said they'd never come on. Yeah. Event, eventually. It will happen. It will happen. Let me know when you're renewing her contract. We'll yeah. make sure that we, we'll stick that in there somewhere. Yeah. Joe, you have to come on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Okay. So that, that's sort of the core team, but we've seen some newer faces uh, in the, in just like the last couple of weeks and months before. Yeah. Um, so I've got I've got three names here yeah. that are unknown quantities. So you're going to fill me in a little bit here. So we've got Joey, Jenny, and I've broken with alphabetical order here. I understand because we've also got Andy. Andy. So um, Tina though. So we can Tina. Tina. Ah, so, yes. You know, <laughs> there we go. Everyone knows him as Tina. So right. So um, who are these people? We'll kind of I don't want to say lump them together, but we'll put them in as a sort of a, a little group. Yeah. So I think you and you know we talked about this before. I've been very, we've de- very deliberately had a team of um, like full timers, I guess. Um, and I think there's a couple of reasons why that's important. It's important because that you get buy-in. It's uh, if it's their sole, if that's their main income and their place of work, then um, I think you get a lot more buy-in. Um, and then also they are more frequently in front of the members as well so it's building a rapport if you've got someone coming four or five times a week coaching you're definitely going to be able to get around the members more and learn people's names and like i said have more of a rapport whereas if you had 20 kind of coaches that just did one or two days a week it would be difficult to to kind of have that same kind of um unless you're someone like al who's come up through and so he's kind of met everyone um yeah it's difficult if you're coming into coaching and um so that's why we've kind of um prioritized i guess the full timers and we that was a decision we made kind of in during lockdown actually in terms of being very deliberate about that um but then there are times where people are, are poorly or uh, are on holiday as an example and that does leave a bit of a gap and it generally would fall on shacks or ed or myself to pick up the slack um and so where joey and jenny and tina have been really valuable over the last couple of months is as we've grown and the class capacities uh increased they've been able to help plug those gaps basically and, and joey is um you know joey is a brilliant lad he's super smart studying at the university and he's been uh 
on at me for a long time to help and coach right. and there just wasn't the right opportunity during that like, last couple of months particularly at uh, years particularly at the football club and stuff there's definitely less opportunities there um, and I was very you know I really wanted us to just kind of build this core team that were uh, full-timers before we started um, you know exploring the part-time and, and then you've got Evie who's a bit of an anomaly to that which contradicts all of the, what I've just yeah. said just because she's so good and it would be a shame to not yeah. Uh, you know have as part of the team so yeah so um joey in, is uh studying at university super bright lad very very clued on spent a lot of time digging into um coaching principles outside of you know his degree and, and everything that he's doing at university as well so um lovely bloke really nice guy um very knowledgeable at weightlifting in particular and is chairman of the weightlifting club at the bath university so Again, a brilliant addition to the team. So he's it's a shame only... we can't have him more of him. Yeah, but... well, he's the only one I've not interacted with, so yeah. I don't know. Joe. So all of these things, these wonderful things you're saying, yeah, I don't know if it's true. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm nodding along, but I don't know. But now that you said, you know, about the weightlifting, I'm like, oh, I really need to have a conversation because we were talking off. Yeah, he'd about, be great to have on a podcast. About, really good. Yeah, yeah. On a podcast. Right, Joey, sorry, <laughs> you're coming on. Um, so that's interesting. Okay, so Jared, and then very, very talented athlete as well. Very, very talented athlete. Yeah, I mean, I follow him on Instagram, so I've yeah. seen, what I, okay. I've seen that he is at the box, and I know, yeah, I know he's good. Yeah, I just haven't, you know, I don't know what he sounds like. Yeah. Which, you know, as somebody who does podcasts, that's really weird. Um, <laughs> normally, I don't know what people look like, but yeah. I know what they sound like. Uh, and then Jenny, Jenny Swallow. So she's been on the podcast, yeah. so I know Jenny a bit. But yeah. I, I've known her. I know her more as an athlete, mm-hmm. less as I've not mm-hmm. not experienced her her coaching but yeah. from what i know of her and her background in sport and and everything i imagine she's yeah she's very good similar to evie um has uh is a physiotherapist and um just recently moved to bath based in chester before um i actually haven't seen her that much myself to be honest you know, like yeah we're like ships in the night i'm kind of here most of the day and in the morning and she's, she's here evening, in the evening basically yeah. um but hugely experienced coach, been at Chester for a long time. Again, one of these um, athletes who've, because she's done it for a long time, has got a bag of experience. Um, and uh, yeah, again, she's just held her hand up and said she'd be willing and able to help out as and when. And uh, I think she did her first shift a couple of weeks ago. Uh, again, just she's got a full-time job, but we're very fortunate that Bath is the type of place, it's quite a, you know desirable place to come and live and so there's a lot of talented people that are coming into the city that although she's got uh you know responsibilities elsewhere we can bring them in and then she can help out as and when we need her to and we know we've got a reliable pair of hands with some experience um compare that to and i'm definitely not against this and it is something that we need to continue to try and crack and, and get right it's like compare that to somebody who's just done the level one and you know getting them to kind of maybe help out yeah. and uh, is is a different prospect to having someone like Jenny with her experience done a level two, uh, is is competed for a very long time at a high level. Um, it's, it's just a safe pair of hands basically, and uh, is a weight off your mind when you need somebody to jump in last minute. So yeah, good. Okay, and then um, Andy Tinner. I think people in Bath know him anyway because yeah. of sort of his. Yeah, I was joking about him today. He was talking about going to the restaurant or paying someone. I was like, you surely don't pay to go to restaurants, do you? Like, the king, <laughs> so the prince of Bath, like, you just go anywhere he wants, yeah. can't he? He's got a special own table around the back or something. So, but yeah, no, he's, you know, I don't think anyone's doing more for the fitness scene in Bath than him, actually, right now. He's incredibly uh, generous with his time with that regard. And he's super passionate about just getting people fit and healthy. And, uh, you know, he's, like I said, very generous with his time, brilliant guy. He's very similar to Sammy Pullen, I think, in terms of enthusiasm. Again, very talented athlete, understated for sure. Um, but he's he, he he's you know definitely um, probably fallen in love a bit more with CrossFit over the last kind of year and a half or so, yeah. and really wants to dig into him more. And he said to me like, I'd love to come and help out a little bit more. So he's slightly different. Um, so he's done his level one, and he's been helping me out in the mornings um, yeah. on a Wednesday. Uh, particularly around the weightlifting stuff and that and so we've been bouncing off each other and i've been help helping him like develop a little bit on the job type thing mm. um and it'd be great to have him around more and i think there definitely will be opportunities for him next year and i think the thing with him is just a super likable bloke and yeah. get stuck in and again i think because he's 
he's trained at F45 and Tonic and Fitness First and all these other places. That definitely is a different outlook on things and brings ideas like warm-ups and different like you know perspective on things which i think again is valuable when we're all kind of stuck in that crossfit bubble just bringing a little bit of outside influence as well is is definitely a, a valuable thing to have as, as part of the team so yeah nice yeah i see him on the wednesday i mean i and again is someone that kind of i knew outside of crossfit bath just from what he was doing within bath generally yeah. and then started seeing him when we moved here sort of seeing him more and more turning up to do you know workouts with people yeah and then started seeing him on wednesdays uh, when i you know obviously i come in when you're coaching yeah. on a wednesday so sort of saw him the first time i was like oh hold on yeah. <laughs> what's going on here and then um but yeah he always comes up always sort of cheering you on for whatever it is you've you've been doing that workout kind of thing is yeah very you can encouraging. just tell he just really really cares and wants to do well you know he wants people to do well so all right so moving away from coaches yeah two other valuable team members yeah. that you always want to sing the praise of so i'm giving you an opportunity here <laughs> yeah got... jace just wanted to speak about the coaches like, no no come on yeah, there's yeah. More, more people in the team yeah there's people that make coffee as well actually talking of helping the podcast i asked james for some suggestions the list he sent me of names of people oh really oh <laughs> and then he and he he didn't just send me a list he sent me a list mm. and he follows me up on it all the time he's like have you spoken to this one yet have you spoken to that oh, one good. have you contacted so and so and he's actually helped me reach out to some people that maybe I couldn't get in contact with yeah. and he sort of made introductions for me so uh, James is not just assisting Will in his role but he's definitely assisting me in finding guests for the podcast. Yeah, so there's no excuse for you to miss a week, basically. You, Have I missed got a plenty week? Of guests. No, I'm just saying, I'm yeah. just saying. I actually thought, um, one thing I did want to give, I wanted to give Jake a shout out for um, the podcast he did recently. He's such a natural. I think you need to get him on more, for sure. I'm definitely with you. Trowbridge, the he, bridge he is my, correspondent. My bridge correspondent. Get him on more. Yeah. Let's get more people representing from the Trowbridge. Well, like, what, I've, so. what I thought might be nice, uh, I'll throw it out here because then it's going to kind of have to happen, yeah. is you know he's mentioned names of people. Uh, and I thought instead of just getting them on, yeah. maybe to get the two of them on yeah. at the same time yeah. so that you know let him lead a bit more because he's going to know little yeah, absolutely. bits about them that I'm yeah, not going to know, good. questions I'm not going to know to ask. Well. Yeah, exactly. you know. Yeah. He'll put them at ease. Anyway, just wanted to give them. Jake a shout, shout right. out. Moving swiftly on. Unbelievable. I, I mean, oh, he's this, brilliant. This angers me. Yeah, but, he's wasted, wasted talent. Wasted talent. Yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll bring him, him over to the bath. <laughs> might lose your job, Jace. <laughs> oh no, don't say that. Um, okay, so Will and James, what, what do you want to tell me about Will and James? Yeah, well, um, again, James is a new member of the team, and what James has been able to do is just add a whole load of. Um, I guess support to the members outside of what they do in the classes. So, uh, it's little things like we're trying to send a birthday card, our individual birthday card to every member. Um, you know, if somebody's done a good achievement, we want to send them like a, a well done card. And it's little, there's little touches like we're making sure that we follow up with absolutely every member after a couple of weeks of them being a member because we know that it's difficult when you start your, your, your journey of CrossFit is quite intimidating. You're not really sure what's going on. You could be quite sore after workouts. You're trying to make your head up, make sense of all the different exercises and stuff that's going on, the different coaches. You know, there's a, there's a lot. There's definitely a lot. And, uh, James has been hugely valuable in, in just supporting that process and helping bring people on. We call it integration. We just help call it integration. People. We call him the official stalker of <laughs> CrossFit Bath, but you call it integration. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, brilliant, just a brilliant bloke, and and he's so dependable, and you can you know you can just trust him with your life, and I think that's such an important attribute when you're part of a team. Um, you know, he's another one that just pinches him every, himself every day that he's getting to do what he gets to do. And it was a big risk for him to, to go from the industry that he was in to then come and work a little CrossFit bath. But for him, it was like, you know, a massive deal. And um, he takes pride in his work. I think also, you know, he's he's a bit more practical than the rest of us. Having, having come from like a building trade yeah. and stuff, like he's definitely been able to turn his hand to things when the rest of us are like trying to figure out how to use a screwdriver you know yeah. he's <laughs> he's all over that well we, we got to watch him put up the pb bell yeah so we well, were doing that during yeah. the class but you know just another pair of hands though like just uh to help out he's like you know he's, he's incredible in that regard like you just give him a list of things to do and he'll get it done like so 
um, which is, like I said, is to be able to just trust in someone who'd be able to do that and know that they'll they'll get the job done is is hugely important. So, and he's learning all the time as well. And I think he's definitely got aspirations of doing coaching more and stuff, and which is great. And I'm really, I'll be fascinated and interested to see how uh, that develops over the over the coming years as well. So, because he's another one, he's like, I'm not going to wait. He's not going to wait for me to help him. He's going to get after it and do it himself. So, which is uh, again really admirable. So, what about Will? Will, what, what can we say about Will? Yeah, Will, well, yeah, no. Will, Will is again is another rock star. You know, he um, and and that's where James and James is a superstar, understated, quiet, brilliant. Like, does a lot of work in the background and doesn't want to be praised for it. Um, Will is rock star. Like, you know, he makes things happen. Super bright, very proactive. He's a great thought partner for me in terms of how we're growing and developing the gym. Uh, again, big risk for him. He kind of uh, he took a well-paid job to come work for us, and um, you know, essentially followed a passion more than anything, and a complete change of industry. But yeah, the guy is uh, he's, he's helped transform the business. So you know, he's, it's been a team effort, but he's uh, he had a big part to play in in regards to how we've been able to grow into this place and make sure that we fill it with the members so that we can make sure that we can cover our overheads and make it work here financially so um yeah brilliant job of that he just understands as well the importance of the service and everything that we're trying to do here like he he completely gets it um he's like a sponge picks up everything sometimes he'll say stuff and i i kind of bang my head against the wall thinking oh bloody hell that's that's how i that he's he, that's, he's learned that from me, unfortunately. Like, oh, all these bad habits yeah, exactly. are rubbing off on him. Um, so I feel sorry for him in that regard. <laughs> but um, no, brilliant guy, super proactive. His work ethic is incredible. Um, and yeah, just just another great addition to the team and the leadership team as well. You know, he really is, a, a like I said, a great thought partner in terms of how we drive the business forward. And He's always looking at new ideas and other ways of of doing things, which is which is really refreshing to have like outside ideas and stuff, rather than us being the ones that always kind of come up with stuff. So, uh, yeah, brilliant. Um, you know, it was a big gamble for us as well. Very, he was a kind of first, um, kind of step towards a different role outside of coaching, which I think we've spoken about before. Yeah. And you know, he's it's worth his weight in goals. Absolutely would best decision we made i think one of the best decisions we made bringing him on so um yeah i'm just wondering how i edit all this now that's <laughs> gonna all right yeah well done will um i mean he helped me hit a pv the other day simply by calling a no rep on the previous weight i'd done just because i didn't bring my feet together at the end oh, brilliant and so i was like well i'm not going to do that again so i'll just stick some one kilos on the so side you, so you 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 uh pb to to spite him basically yeah basically <laughs> so, uh, but he's another one as well that's just immersed himself like Emma immersed himself in the community he's always like at the forefront of socials and getting stuck into things and jumping in classes and all that type of stuff which is again which is great but also really evading the podcast recently oh, right, okay. yeah yeah so again but don't worry this year I'm getting everyone he loves on. to talk though mine so you, you uh, just got to wind him up and let go like two hours for him yeah so so that's the team yeah that's the the, the core team and obviously that team functions under you, Ed and Shax. Um, and I wouldn't I, say under, but yeah. Well, together, alongside. 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 With, okay, let's, you know, yeah. you guys sign the checks. <laughs> let's put it that way. <laughs> so I, I'm not going to make you sit here and talk about yourself and, and, and Ed no. and Shax, but yeah. I think I need to get maybe a coach on to come and say what they like about the, the different elements that the three of you bring um i could easily talk about you and ed because i've spent a lot of time with you guys over the last couple of years yeah. shacks i don't know what happened to him i never see this guy anymore yeah. well, let me let me tell you about shacks so shacks is obviously um one of the owners is he okay he, he um we used to cross pollinate above the two gym across the two yeah. gyms and the coaches did as well and for the reason that we talked about earlier about how it was just difficult to build relationships and rapport with people that we found that as owners as well. And so we made the decision, the conscious decision that Shax would stay in Trowbridge and you'd be like the landlord of Trowbridge. You'd be the mainstay there. It's not allowed out of Trowbridge. And then no. Shax, uh, Ed and I would, uh, would stay in Bath just because it's slightly bigger membership. Yeah. And also, you know, Shax lives in Trowbridge and he was commuting over here 
No, no, it makes sense. Ed and I live in Bath and we were commuting over there. So, um, and I think that's been a great decision, you know, and it helps you need, you need that stability basically. And, uh, he's, he's definitely spearheading things over there. I think with Shaq's, you know, Shaq's has always been from the first day I met him has been the best coach I've ever met in terms of, um, his knowledge and the way he gets, uh, puts complex things across. He is the master at that. And, the analogies that he comes up with and stuff are are excellent. Really super knowledgeable guy. Um, he's a he's a class joker, right? He's always got a smile on his face. He's always you know bantering somebody, um, but in the right way, in a well measured way. Mm. Um, and so yeah, he's um, he's definitely always someone I looked up to as as a coach, particularly when before when we were when I was first starting out my my coaching career I, I learned so much from him initially so and a very a very good athlete in his own yeah. right back in the day back you know, back uh, in the day yeah. Yeah. put that little um, asterisk there you know well yeah. I, it's, I don't get to spend that much time with Shaq these days because he's he's in Trowbridge but I mean the conversations I have had with him and the conversations on the podcast I've had with him his sort of view of why people train and how to you know and, and the programming that he does and how easy it is just to bury someone in a workout but that's not the point yeah. and actually how do you train someone in the right you know he's yeah you speak to him and you're just like oh i get it, it yeah. all, like everything you're saying makes sense and and yeah. and so i do uh do appreciate all the hard work he's like i just you know i joke like, <laughs> i don't see him i know he's a hard well, he'd give guy. you he'd give you some some trash talk so oh he does go for it what do you mean like, he would <laughs> would he does just rip the band-aid off yeah. go for it ed yeah i would say um you know, I, I, I get coached by Ed quite a lot because he does quite a few of the evenings yeah. that I come in. Mm. Um, love Ed's coaching always. He's, I, I, I always feel like you are, you will never mess up a rep if you know Ed is around <laughs> because he will spot it. Yeah. You know, if that lunge is a bit too quick, hitting the knee onto the floor or not quite yeah. far enough, eagle eye Ed, he's yeah. there. Um, what I like is I think as the team's grown, and obviously Ed is not having to you know jump in and fill as many holes now that he seems to just be loving like like you know i get the impression he's just really enjoys being at the box mm -hmm. he's having a good time there it's sort of i guess some of the stresses that he was maybe dealing with covering so much if somebody was yeah. ill or away and something like, like that's sort of been taken away yeah and he just seems to be really loving the crossfit bath experience no i don't think that ever goes away as a box owner yeah no, i think no, he, i know that uh, but... he is you know he's still spinning a lot of plates but he's just brilliant it's just presence and attitude yeah. at a class is brilliant he never has an off day right he's no. always always on it and uh it's, it's a great it's a great role model for all of us it's you know it's inspirational to see now he does that and he won't mind me saying at his age as well like even <laughs> after you know, even in his fifties, he's yeah. still a bag of enthusiasm and bringing a lot of energy to the classes and stuff. And again, he just cares deeply for the members and their progress and their health and fitness. So. Well, I turned up at a class the other day, and somebody else was somebody else turned up as well, and they'd brought someone with them that was yeah. new. Yeah. And they saw Ed and were like, "Oh, Ed's coaching. That's going to be really good for you." Like <laughs> they had this yeah. really kind of. And I thought, that's yeah. like, must be great to know that somebody turns up, sees you yeah. and it's like, oh, I'm so glad that this new person, you've got Ed because yeah. they're really going to help you. Like, and, and I, you know, I think that's like, that's the best, you know, that's yeah. more than we can say about anyone is that kind of overheard compliment is always really nice. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause uh, yeah. And it, it, it's, like I said, he's, he never has an off day. He's always on it. He's, he's always, cause in coaching as a performance, I probably said that to you before, like in, he's, brilliant at that it's like you know always on it always gives a hundred percent yeah so much that it kills him like you know not <laughs> i mean he's probably more exhausted than anyone at the end of the night just the amount he gives to a class yeah uh and that's again like super inspiring and i think red like he's just he's um he's always been a staple in my life personally him and shacks you know i think where we where it's all worked between the three of us is we all are very different but we balance each other out and i think um it's a good, um, you know, I think with us as well, we've always been very mindful of each other and others' perspectives. And I think the reason why we've been lucky enough to stay together is as always, even when we've had disputes, it's two against one, but that one person who's maybe in the minority will always, you know, accept that other people's perspectives and stuff. And um, yeah, he's very good again at like just, I think if it was down to me and Shaxx, we'd uh, 
we'd have a gym twice the size with doubling amount of equipment, but we'd be bankrupt and <laughs> sort of rein to it. Yeah, and he's very wisdom. He, yeah, exactly. Wisdom is a great way of putting it. You know, he's very he doesn't let us get carried away with stuff. He's very measured, and uh, you know, like I said, I don't know where we'd be if it wasn't for him and Shaq's. You know, in terms of Shaq's leading the way in the forefront from coach perspective and just the knowledge and setting the standard in terms of that knowledge but an ed with his present attitude but also just guiding us through things like the pandemic and just certain circumstances where shacks and i are a little bit younger and we were a bit more particularly in the beginning we leaned on ed massively in terms of just basic stuff like setting up a, a business like yeah. you know stuff like that ed took care of all of that and um he still continues to be like the the dad like you know he looks after us like we're the we're the uh we're the kids and he, he definitely uh yeah, I always feel like I can sleep at night knowing that Ed's part it's, of... Ed's there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, and I think Ed probably helps my nutrition more than anybody else because we live quite close and the number of times I bump into him in the supermarket <laughs> and he looks in my basket. So I'm always yeah. cautious as to what's in that basket yeah. because what if I'm going to bump into Ed? Yeah. I don't want him to... Incredible shape on the bloke as well. I don't know how he does it. Like Again, like 50 years of age, I'll be a happy man if I look like he, I do at his age. So yeah. can't help the hair, but... <laughs> Yeah, well, that's Ed. And then we've got Ollie, obviously. You yeah. know, we could heap praise on you all day, but let's not do that. That'd no. Be, that'd be okay. no, but, well, I mean, I think a great thing with you, Ollie, is that, like, with all the work you're doing for CrossFit as well, like, I'd want then not neglecting the box mm. is great because you could mm. be so busy doing everything else. Mm. But I don't, you know, I wouldn't, I don't think anyone would have the impression that you don't give your all to CrossFit Bath, mm. despite everything you're doing there but then it's great because you know we mentioned with the coaches like oh they learn things from other people and they can take that like you go to other places and you don't go there with the kind of oh i know what i'm doing let me you're always you're constantly like there thinking hmm, that's really good i might take that back to bath or oh that's a really good thing there so we actually are kind of gifted with all the things you get to learn from going to yeah. affiliates all over europe yeah. and bringing back yeah, nothing you know. in Bath or Trowbridge is a unique idea. It's all been stolen <laughs> yeah. from somewhere. So, you know, but, I'm not afraid to admit that. So. You know, but that's great. And then, you know, we get to be really involved in things like Sid and stuff like that. And, mm. you know, like how many people from Bath were volunteering or yeah. spectating or competing, like yeah. all of that. And that's because, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure if it was, you know, any event nearby, people would be up for, yeah. for doing that. But I think it's nice that we kind of get this opportunity to be involved in crossfit in a larger scale outside yeah. and i think that's a, you know a lot of that's because of obviously all the work you and megan are putting in for that yeah it's, it's definitely something that we want to try and progress next year as well it's like i think we've still got quite a way to go in terms of just making sure that the box is uh as good as they both both possibly can be but then how we contribute outside of the box how, how we d- help in deliver collectively an event that brings thousands of people together and gives them an experience like you know selfishly at sid the fact that we had such a big cohort of bath members contributing to the volunteers the fact that the team did so well and then that kids demo as well just all those three elements just were the, the big highlights for me and um you know what else can we do outside in the wider community where you can contribute to that type of stuff as well and um yeah that makes it hugely rewarding for what we do at the gym and I've, i have been i have been pulled away at times and I've always regretted it and I always say like this is for everything like this is my core this is my home this is where I gravitate to um and if, if everything had to go if I had to keep one thing it'd always be the gym um it's just something that I'm most passionate about and yeah so just grateful and fortunate we get to do what we get to do ultimately so yeah nice well what a nice start to uh this this new year of podcasts yeah. so uh oh I'm sure none of the coaches will listen to it, but at least I got it off my chest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll bury this one deep in the yeah. feed somewhere for them to find it. Um, well, thank you very much, Ollie. Appreciate Cheers, you please. helping me out recording this one, and uh, I'm sure the co- I'm, I'm sure the members echo your sentiment with re- regards to the different coaches, um, and you know, and I'm sure they all would have nice things to say about you too. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, coaches, for all the hard work you're doing. Uh, look forward to interviewing all the coaches over this yeah. year get back on the you've got a lot to offer you lot get back on come yeah. on sorry i'm gonna i'm gonna start hounding people now yeah. i've let everyone have their holiday That's and it. now it's like yeah message 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 yeah. come on come on come on right brilliant all right well thank you everyone and we'll see you all next week cheers jace